You're listening to the Diet Rebel Podcast with Kiki Smith. If you're a woman who hates the idea of having to choose between loving your body and changing it, then you are a Diet Rebel and this podcast is for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything from loving your body exactly as it is now to becoming the most fit, lean, and toned you've ever been, no matter how old you are how many tiny humans you've birthed, or how many times you've lost and regained the same 15 or 50 pounds. Seriously, you don't want to miss it. So grab a snack, preferably protein-based, and sit back and enjoy this episode. So let's dive in a little bit deeper on commitment. And we want to talk here about making your best decisions with zero regrets. Now, when it comes to commitment, whether we're talking about, you know, committing to the decisions of your phases, your habits, your focus points, or any other area in your life, there is often this stigma on the word commitment. So there's either one variation where we don't really know what it means, so it's hard to make a commitment, or there is this all or nothing variation where we have a very, very extreme view of the word commitment. So just want to state right up front that unless we're talking about your marriage, then when we're talking about commitment, we're talking about the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, etc. So yes, this can also apply to your marriage, but we're not talking about like a lifetime commitment. So we're just talking about dedication, having dedication, whether it is in that moment over a short term or a long term. So we're talking about how it applies globally and what we find when it comes to talking about picking our phase, picking our habits, breaking it down into these like mini goals and focus points, most people are either falling into one of three categories. What I find is they're either frozen and they're scared to make a commitment or a decision of any kind, or they make a decision and then doubt it every five minutes. You know, is this right? I don't know if this was what I was supposed to be doing. Or they make the decision, get about 30 to 60 days in and realize that this phase that they picked isn't working for them or these steps that they chose or the habit that they decide on was supposed to be their keystone habit it's things aren't quite working out the way they should be and the reason why a lot of people tend to run into one or all three of those at some point in time is because the number one mistake is compartmentalizing what i like to say is there's no a la carte goal phase or habit picking by a la carte what i mean is we tend to have this perspective which is very much based in our old diet mentality where we look at whatever we're trying to do in parts not necessarily seeing how it affects the whole so we're trying to lose weight or we're trying to cut or we're trying to you know build all this muscle but we're not considering our lifestyle we're not considering our own circumstances and how it will affect our bottom line we're not looking at what we want for our physique as a part of what we want for our life when we start compartmentalizing our goals it becomes really hard to both achieve the goal and achieve your overall idea and vision for what you want in your life because you haven't 
looked at how they integrate to make sure that you're integrating them seamlessly. So the first thing that I would say is when you're looking to decide and commit to something, realize that everything that you are learning here will fit into every other area of your life. That's twofold. Not only does all of the information absolutely cross over, you can use all of the tips and the tactics and techniques that we teach you for how to accomplish your physique goals in your life. Not just making your physique fit in your life, but you can use these techniques for your lifestyle goals to anything that you want to accomplish so like i said it's twofold because it's all going to apply to every area of your life so there's that crossover but also it always has to work for your life so the tips will work in all areas of your life but when you are you know looking at one particular area of emphasis you still have to make sure that what you're doing is going to apply globally it's going to apply to the whole it's going to align with your lifestyle and your overall vision for what you want so in this lesson we're just going to go over a series of questions that you can use to help you to commit help you to decide if this particular thing is what you want to commit to so the very first question that i would say is to start with the desire do i really want this now do not pass go on this one. I know you're like, this is where you want to fast forward because this is one of those things that you just hear all the time, but we have to start here and I have to stop you from moving forward without answering this question. Because if you don't really want this, then the phase, the habits, the focus points, the mini goals, whatever it is that you're choosing will not matter because there's not a strong enough why. So you've heard before, like, you know, start with why, and sometimes you don't even, you don't necessarily have to start with it, but when you get to the point of actually picking whether you're gonna commit to something, you have to know if there is a strong enough why that's gonna pull you through, because the why that is stronger will win anyway. So one of those things that you have to realize is that you must love, want, crave, desire the vision of the end point more than whatever the phases habits whatever it is that you're going to attach to this goal so when i say end point yes i know that there's technically no end to this but when i'm talking about the end point is we're talking about what is that overall arching desire for your life that you want one of the things that my own coach always says to me is what is the essence that you want because sometimes you may find that the overall desire there's multiple routes of getting there there's multiple routes of finding the absolute essence of what you want but if you're just picking one specific thing that may conflict with that essence then you're not going to be able to stick to it in the long run. So the reason why you have to desire the thing that you want more than what it's going to take to get it is because eventually that motivational, inspirational moment is going to pass. And when that time comes, you're going to have to have a stronger reason for pulling you through or else the thing that you really want, your true desires, the true essence of what you want is probably going to win over anyway. So even if you don't realize that you're asking yourself this question cognitively, if you don't choose to ask yourself this question 
upfront and give yourself an honest answer, then somewhere along the line, this question is being asked anyways in the background. And that's, do I even really want this? And then you'll find that your actions show you what your answer to that is in that moment. Now, the next ring that I would run it through is lifestyle. You want to know how many areas of my life will be affected by this choice. So, you know, a few areas that right off the bat that I would say to look at are the following. How does it affect your finances? How does it affect your career? How does it affect your leisure, your downtime, your growth, personal or spiritual, your health, mental, emotional, physical, and your relationships? Looking at all of them, whether it's with your spouse, your significant other, your kids, your friends, your family, your, you know, people that you work with. You're trying to find that little, that gray area right there. You're trying to find a sweet spot to where this thing that I'm working on integrates with the other areas of my life as seamlessly as possible. You're not always going to fit perfectly into that gray area, but that is your goal is you want these elements of your life to all intertwine in a way that they all benefit each other. If you're only working on one area, then nine times out of 10, the others will suffer. That's not so bad when you're just doing something short term, but when you're trying to incorporate something that has a longer term timeline and a longer term effect, you want to make sure that that coincides with the overarching picture for your life. So trying to find that area and making sure that, okay, you're looking into how it's going to affect these areas before you start. The next area would be effort. Asking yourself flat out, how much effort will this require? And these particular areas, I actually like to apply a scale to. I actually like to go through literally ranking the amount of effort that it's going to require me on a scale of one to five. So these areas would include your money, your time, your resources, and then skill, willpower, difficulty, which I kind of have lumped together there because these all are going to measure the added stress that that is going to put on your life. So when we're talking about money, this is something that you want to take a look at. Like I said, again, this applies to any goal that you're trying to use or any particular phase that you're in in your life, whether it's deciding that I'm going to go back to school or whether it's deciding I'm going to add more protein to my diet or I'm going to go join a gym. All of those things, you know, they have different money factors tied to, tied to it. So some of them, the money factor is higher than others. So if you're grading this on a scale of one to five, you know, one being it's not going to cost me that much money. Five being, it's going to cost me a lot of money. And then weighing that against, what does it do to all of the other areas of my life? So maybe it costs a lot of money and a lot of time, you know, but when you looked at the other areas of your life that it was going to affect, it actually affects all of the areas in a good way. When you see that, then that means, okay, even though it has these higher numbers attached to it, this is an actual worthwhile goal for you. So bringing this again, try not to compartmentalize, but at the same time showing you how to make this something that you can apply to your physique goals. For instance, if your need for joining a gym costs money because you don't currently have a gym membership, you know, it costs time because you have to go and 
drive to the gym whereas maybe right now when you leave work you go straight home or maybe you are working at home or you're a stay-at-home mom so now this is going to add time to your day to get dressed get in the car drive to the gym either take a class at the gym or do your workout however long your workout takes shower either at the gym or come back home shower you know get ready for dinner or whatever it is that happens afterwards that needs to be figured in when you're figuring out your goal so that you don't just set a goal of I'm gonna work out five days a week well do you have that time five days a week this will help you to decide if maybe the five days a week is the number that's too high because okay I have the time but I don't have the time five days a week or that's just really not I can't even swing that one to two times a week so then you may look at okay maybe I need to work on building up a home gym before I can commit to the working out however many days per week and then you would run creating that home gym through that same cycle do I have enough space in my house to create a home gym how much equipment will I need how much you know time do I need to be able to step away from the kids do I need to bring in a babysitter when I step away from the kids is there going to be someone else who can watch the kids or one of the kids old enough to watch the other ones and I have to wait until that kid is home from school do I have to wait until my husband is home from school like those are your resources like how many moving parts are there to this decision while also paying attention to how much skill willpower difficulty will this take from you if you are someone who doesn't like working out and you're setting this goal to start working out three four or five times per week that is going to require a higher level of difficulty for you a higher level of willpower for you a higher level of even skill to get up and go and do these workouts when you don't know proper form versus someone who maybe is already working out three four five days a week but perhaps they are doing random workouts and they're saying okay i want to do periodized workouts during those times they've already reserved that slot in their schedule so the time aspect is already covered the resources are already in place there's not much more money being involved unless maybe they're buying a new workout program or signing up for the mgwl app or whatever it is you know they're purchasing that one thing if anything and then there's not going to be as much difficulty involved there may be a new set of skills that they're developing as they're learning form or learning new exercises or perhaps if they were really really addicted to cardio then there's a slight level of difficulty there and getting used to not you know being drenched in sweat after every single workout or you know the feeling of the endorphins coming in a different way so those are the things that they would have to weigh out but all in all it would still be an easier transition for that person to have their lifting as a goal than maybe the person who's starting from ground zero so i know we're kind of taking our time with this particular one but this is where the magic happens when you really start running your ideas your goals your strategies your new habits all these things that you want to accomplish through just these four areas that can unlock a lot for you that can really open up for you whether or not this is something that you want or need to be doing in this moment again remember we're not talking about forever so gonna come right back to that point again but i just want to go through 
the last two things that I would say, and that is to ask yourself about the impact. So you've taken a look at these areas of your life that it affects. You've taken a look at the amount of effort that it's going to require for you. You've asked yourself the tough question of, do I really want this bad enough that when, you know, life takes over, I'm still going to have a strong enough pull to go through these things. Taking a look at all of those, now ask yourself how much of an impact will achieving this or getting this habit down or accomplishing these focus tasks, how much of an impact will they have on the bottom line? By the bottom line, the way that I would break this down is how does it affect your immediate goals? And how does it affect the overall long-term vision for your life, the overall essence of what you want? So it brings it full circle back to the first question. Now that you've, you've asked yourself, do you really want it? And now just in case, even if you really, really wanted it, you run it through the rating system. You've run it through the series of questions. You come out on the overside. Use this to now, still on that one to five scale, how much of an overall impact will it have? Taking those other things into consideration. If you are at a three or below, then you may want to reconsider. You know, a three, four, five, you know, if you're in the threes, it's kind of up in the air which way you decide to go with it. But definitely, if you're a one or two on the impact scale, if it's not really going to affect your immediate goals or your overall vision for your life, the overall direction that you want to go in life, then this may not necessarily be the thing for you. If you're on that higher end of the scale, maybe you're in the middle or you're at a four or five for the overall vision, okay, this maybe it won't necessarily affect my immediate goal, but long term, this is definitely helping me to go in the direction that I want to go to. When you come to that, now you can make the important decision. You can decide, should I commit to this right now? How does this impact my life now? How much is it going to require from me now as far as effort? How much is focusing on this thing in the now going to help me in the future when it comes to my overall vision. So taking everything that we've looked at and then asking the key question, should I commit to this now? If the answer is yes, then you commit. No regrets. So that is how you come to this decision-making process for the committee and then you commit. And once you commit, there are no regrets. You are all in. And then once you've committed to this phase, that's when you can continue to move forward and keep breaking that down further into making sure, okay, this is my phase. These are going to be the habits that I'm going to go all in on on this phase. You know, you're breaking down the desired outcomes and tasks even further into the mini goals and the focus points. And you have some outcome based results that you want to focus on, but you're also having some like check offable focus tasks that you're going to do each week to kind of make your goals possible. And this is just really when you start to focus, you can really begin to map things out, insert those tasks into your calendar for whatever 30, 60, 90 days, however long your phase is, see if it fits, if it's too much, if it's too little, 
And you really start honing in on that Goldilocks amount of doable tasks, due dates, and all that stuff for you, which we're going to dive into that in other lessons. But it's when you get to that point of asking yourself the should I commit to this right now question and saying yes, you commit with no regrets and then you turn on your focus. And that's what it all becomes about is truly following that one course until it's successful because you now know beyond the shadow of a doubt that by incorporating this thing into your life, it is affecting your bottom line. So now you don't have to have any regrets in what you have to set aside while you're going after this thing or in you know, pushing through on those lower moments, those weaker moments when the motivation have passed because you know your bottom line. You know that you focusing on this will actually help you to accomplish your goals. Once you know how to focus, everything changes. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode and make sure you keep in touch. So whether that's through DMs or email, I would love to know what you felt about this episode or if you have topics that you'd like me to cover in future episodes. You can DM me on Facebook at EM2WL or over on Instagram at eatmore number two way less or via email at info at eatmoretowayless.com. If you're completely new to the Eat More to Way Less process, you can also grab our quick start guide at eatmoretowayless.com slash start. See you next time.